Hi everyone, and welcome to the Inquisitors of Ilem, an actual play podcast of lawful evil characters in the unique campaign setting of Unden. I'm Dan, the host and DM of this unique podcast, and it's great to have you join us. We hope that you have as much fun listening as we had recording it. This is session two of the Inquisitors of Ilem. If you haven't listened to the previous sessions yet, it's a really good idea so you can get up to speed with what's going on and who the characters are. Tonight we have Grant and Curtis here, playing Damien and Cannon respectively. Unfortunately, James couldn't be here to play book tonight, and I've only just found out, but I'll incorporate that into the session. As always, a big thanks to Steve and Ben at Sirenscape.com for their sound effects, and you, our listeners. We really do appreciate you, and you make it all worthwhile. Oh, be sure to listen to the end of the podcast, where we have a frank and varied conversation about various things in our bloopers reel. Now, back to the adventure. Yeah, so we are down book, which is fine because I'm going to role play that. This is, I mean, I'm going to leave this bit in, and the and the, and the listeners are going to hear this bit anyway. But uh, in the previous episode, there were some things being taken uh, as granted for powers given, which were a little bit outside the scope because there's actually only one Inquisitor in the group, um, and that's Canon. Canon. Um, the others are a paladin, which gets a shed load of respect anyway um they're a different kind of the inquisitors are feared because they you know might just turn up in the middle of the night a paladin won't turn up in the middle of the night he'll turn up just whenever he wants to kick your door down and all that kind of stuff you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. um so there's uh there is that to it book of course comes under one of the headings of the church but no one really knows what they are or who they do i mean he's trained as an assassin obviously so that's not something they let known generally. Anyway, so you are just leaving Tertius's office. He watches you go. Typical pose. You've hardly seen him change that pose at all. His his fingers arched, and he basically tells you to go out and continue your quest. I wouldn't uh, think that's very weird. There's probably a lot of. I mean, we work for the gods of what was it? Uh, uh, order and obedience. obedience. And punishment. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of people who sit around all day with their fingers steepled. That's like probably. Oh yeah. That's that's nine tenths of the job. Oh, absolutely. And He's, mustache uh, twirling. <laughs> that's more to do with the uh, the people in charge of the guard do a lot of that, mm. I think. So yes, you you walk outside down the small corridor, ten foot corridor at the angle. So um, the door opens in front of you. There's a Templar outside. And a church guard, they nod respectfully to you. Don't really look you in the face as such, but they nod respectfully to you. As you get outside the door, shuts behind you. There is a younger man standing there in the church guard. He is a church guardsman, but he's wearing the cloak uh, of a messenger. And he whispers something to book. You can make perception rolls if you wish. Grand total of Your five. Grant are rubbish. Yeah, they are. Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> and you didn't see that. Um, okay, this young young lad, Grant. You just assume he's waiting to get in. Um, so that's what Damien thinks. Cannon hears the messenger saying, uh, "Clodgeman Book, you are summoned to a meeting," and he's giving him directions. You don't hear the name. Book frowns ever so slightly and nods, turns towards you two and says, I will see you two later. And uh, he walks off with the 
messenger leading the way. Yeah. So that doesn't look very happy. Again, the Templar behind you and the guardsman, church guardsman behind you, they don't even acknowledge that. They're just eyes straight ahead. You think they'd be a, a little bit more perceptive if they wanted to be like someone walking up to the door, but they're just being circumspect. That's, mm. that's the right word. Discreet or whatever. Uh, well, uh, I would like to avoid uh, any issue being sent where Book is going, so maybe we should continue on our on our mission for the day. Um, uh, yes, so we've got to go and find... Rafe. Yeah, uh, private yeah. third class. Private third class Rafe. Uh, for being Reef. Reef. for being uh, infected, yellow with smoke, all kinds of heresy. Yeah, that seems that's heresy to the max, right there. Is what that is. So I'm gonna go ahead and consult my my notebook. Yep, here it is under heretic. Right, that's the one. That's so. about fourth down, isn't it? <laughs> and then it's a busy morning. <laughs> Yeah, so we've uh, got to... Uh, so w- while you're consulting your book, I might try and take a cheeky look over your fo- your shoulder. But what's, I don't. What's your don't. Pass- because, again, I rolled <laughs> oh, a three, yeah. making a f- total of five for my perception. You're aware, with um, your passive perception, that he is, is kind of edging a little bit closer, trying to look over your shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Not altogether kind of- sure how that fits in with uh, your doctrine. Um, yeah. You know, but... I mean, so, and, and while he's, I'm, I'm going to let him continue to look, and I'm just going to write Damien, question mark? Yeah, question mark. Trying to, trying to uh, I still obtain information it, right? by... <laughs> <laughs> Through illegal means. Uh, okay. And then we've also got to go and find... Betty. Herod's wife. Betty. Betty, yes. It would have been nice to have book for that. I think he knows her outside of the church. He has let slip in the past that yeah. uh, uh, he's aware of that name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, How not, he knows her. Not sure of that be connection. be interesting there. to find out. We know that young Rafe is on duty right now. We could probably go pull him directly from his, his rounds. How do you want to handle that? Do you want to go in guns blazing on that or and, and waving our badges around? Or do you want to kind of... Well, you you are the, the Inquisitor. You, here's, um, here's my thinking. Here's my thinking on that. You were top of the list. So I you, I am top of the list. Ultimately, it's your decision. Yeah, but you're my backup here, man. I need I need you on mm. my side. So if we go in there, guns blazing, and you know we show our badges and we make a big to do about it, it'll be fun because then we can, you know, really wave our manhood around and all. But it's a cold day. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, if but if there is something bigger going on there, I don't necessarily think that we want to let them know that we're on to them any further than we already are. But we do know that a very large number of them in the third sword barracks. Second sword. Second, Second sword. sword. Second you like the first barracks. and the third, apparently. Uh, yeah, we like the first and the third. <laughs> yeah. The second swords. There are a number of them. Have all been compromised. Compromised with the insanity about Melik, Sergeant Melik. Yeah. 
I should tell the listeners what I'm doing. I am pointing down the table at Cannon. <laughs> Curtis, who plays Cannon. I, I do believe that he may have been under that control himself. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Go for it. No one saw that. I can't prove anything. Um, no, yes. Uh, it, and it is a mighty magic, and it's something that I'm not... Uh, I don't enjoy. But just being under the magic isn't enough to kill, I hope, because I might have also found... <laughs> The, the the problem is that Melek himself might have gotten up to uh, some politicians and things like that. He he was uh, acting as an escort for Conradle. Yes, Ambassador Conradle. And if we're on to something big, you know, I don't necessarily want them to know that we're on their trail. Right now, it looks like it looks like we went in there. We burned a chest and we left yes. you know if if we go in there and we start um, flipping tables they're going to know that we've got more evidence but we have just been told we need to uh, burn a private third class uh, wraith. wraith yeah we can wreath we can burn him other places along with this bag and book not book, book, but yeah. the yellow book. I'm not sure about that. I really, I really wish we didn't have to burn that bag because rope. It's so. It's so. But orders are orders, and we must be obedient. So expensive. We must. Yes, we must be obedient. We must be obedient. Tertius didn't like it either. To be fair. Yeah, it was his expensive bag. That's a very expensive bag. Um. So, what do you think? Do you think we? make a big deal and let them know that we're finding them, we're coming after them, or do we play it cool and see where we can get from there? So we have to, he has to be burned by the morning, before can, the sunrise. We can burn him, no problem, it's it's noon. As it? you're talking, now I'm assuming you've moved a little bit away from the door guards. Yeah. A clergyman uh, with two church guard either side of him walks down, he's got a frown on his face, he looks at you two with a bit of a frown, eyes forward again, he walks past you, he walks up to the guards, they, they ask him the same question. You can make perception rolls. Woo, 25. That's good. 12. Nope. Getting Grant, better. You're, you're getting better, but you, you know. At least I you, saw this guy. Maybe, yeah, that's true. Maybe you take the full helm off of your head. It might help. I'm not sure. Mm. This guy is uh, demanding entrance as a messenger, again, from the hierarchy of the Church of Valus, Church of Obedience to see Tertius as a member of the order and he's demanding entrance on a matter pertaining to the state which is reacting to transgressions by the church to create an organisation which are called the Inquisitors of the State. They're the Imperialis Inquisitorius. I don't like that at all. So they say, I'm sorry, uh, my lord. We don't have you on the list. However, the door does open of its own accord behind them and they look and sort of bow and step to the side and he sweeps in, taking his two guards with him and the door shuts behind him. Hmm. So they're state-sponsored inqu- state inquisitors, huh? That's good. That's heavy. That's, that's for another day. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Just things going on around you. Yeah. Um, we can burn him anywhere. We can burn him in lots of places. As long as we do it before the sun rises and it's only lunchtime now. So I think uh, I think we'll be okay with that. 
how do we get him out of the building? If we're going with the approach of not causing a big fuss, we were quite jovial with him mm-hmm. before we left. You definitely had a good relationship with him, better than with most of the other people, to be fair. Do these do these um, guardsmen, do they sleep? They sleep in the, in the compound, don't they? Yeah, that is their barracks. And they don't leave for any but, duties or anything? Well, like when that. they're off duty, because we've met off-duty guardsmen in taverns already today. That's true. That's true. We met him at breakfast. Yeah, let's let's uh, we could send him a message that we want to take him out for a congratulatory drink. Let him know we appreciate his help, and jump him in an alley and throw a boot party on him, and then burn him. Throw a what? A boot party. Sorry. Um, well, you could give him give, a kick. Give him in. a kick. Yeah. In. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem very uh, honourable. Mike, I'm not worried about honour. We just have to do it. We have to be obedient. The problem is. I don't want anyone else to know we're on to them. Yeah. It does feel a little bit outside the law. Well, you know. But is it? Well, he must... We were told that we have to kill him. They didn't say we had to kill him honourably. Well, he, he needs to be punished for being tainted, but... Yeah, by death and burning. I mean... Okay. But, but do we need so much of the deception? We're not really good at that, are we? Perhaps we should just take him out for the last supper. And then... Um, do we also let him commit seppuku? What, what, what are you wanting here? At what point are we going to start stabbing him and then burn him? After dinner. After dinner, obviously. <laughs> I do my before, you, before you stab someone, you take them out for dinner. Yeah. That's, everybody knows that. Take you, all right, you're paying, though. He, he, he did do, you know, what he, he was told. He did us a favor. He, he's, he's a hero to the churches of Koros and Valos. Koros and Valos? Yes. Yes. Yeah, nailed it. Um, so, all right. Yeah, let's send a message to him that we'd like to meet with him. Um, and there are church messengers you can use that kind of thing. Yeah. There are state messengers and private messengers. Uh, if you need money, all you need to do is go to the quartermaster or equipment and ask for it. You requisition it. Lovely. That sounds great. You have um, to explain what you want it for in a report, but you know. You yeah. can't just say, I need money because uh, I want to buy myself a new boat, for instance. And but if you need the boat to go sailing, chasing, for chasing absolutely. ab-human heretics. Ab-human heretics. Ooh. Let's, uh, so let's send the message that we want to meet with him for Xenos. dinner. Xenos. Yeah. Then uh, we can look into meeting with Herod's widow, or we can look into... Um, we can look into Ambassador Conradle's comings and goings. Uh, didn't your man at the gate, Harrick, wasn't he looking into... Or backing. Or back, uh, backing. He's backing. backing at the gate. Yep. Barracks, Barracks Bar and Grill is... Um, where we went where, for breakfast. No, no, no. Barracks Bar and Grill was where Harrick used to go. Ah, and yes. Barrack owns that and owns a football team. And you've got notes to, in that regard. Yeah. Uh, back in, yeah, he works at the Southern Gate. He's seen Ambassador Conrad come and go a few times. Wasn't he looking into his comings and goings through the gate over the last couple of... Yeah, he was having a junior do some uh, investigative, investigative okay. work for you, as was your merchant guy. Shahesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shahesh. Um, Wasn't he looking, after, uh, looking over for the uh, devil's lettuce? He was. Yeah. Maranara, I think it was, it was it was named forevermore as Maranara. 
Um, I know that he's got he's got um, eyes in places that we don't necessarily know about. So I could um, I could see if he's left any information in our normal drop. Okay, as you're talking, things are happening around you anyway. Okay, you just moved away into a oh, quite part of the temple. Yeah. And uh, you see some people coming in, leaning on other people. They're basically limping. A couple of them have got split lips, that kind of thing. These are church guardsmen. Hmm. Um, let me make a... Is that, that's a passive perception, saw that? You've seen it passive perception. It doesn't take a role. You can look at it closer if you wish, which would be an actual perception role. Okay, cool. I mean, even... even Natural wow. 20. Okay, the marks on them, I mean, even you've seen this, Grant. Um, Damien has seen these people come in. Um, but Cannon notices that they are, the wounds are all in the same locations. Um, so there's strikes to a certain part of the shin. There's strikes to a certain part of the face. There's strikes to um, disable um, around the shoulder joint, that kind of thing. Hmm. No one seems... Uh, to be looking angry, apart from a few people are wincing as they're as they're walking over to a priest and he summons another couple of priests and they're ca- they're casting some minor healing spells on them. Do they look embarrassed? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is this does this look like a training yard? Sort of. You're in a church at the moment. But there is a training yard outside. Hmm. Uh, so having gone for extensive church training, yeah. is lunchtime. That isn't it's really after lunchtime, so they would between. Well, it depends. Paladins do a lot of training. It's in sections. It's in so paladins would be training. Basically, they'd be praying at like five o'clock in the morning till seven. Then they'd have a little bit of breakfast, and they would do a bit of military training between. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so you're you're much more militant than most. So, but you are aware um, that the church guard train for four hours a day with their weapons. They do two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon. They do um, four hours of praying, and the other four hours, because on duty 12 hours, um, is um, doing the duties as required of them. Okay. Okay. So this looks like might have been a training yard. Yeah, yeah. They're still coming in every now and again. They're coming in. All right. Um, Let's let's go somewhere where where we can talk outside, maybe, so we can... Well, that's the closest door. You can walk yeah. outside easy. Walk outside. The, yeah, the, the walls in here do have ears, and I don't want anything getting back to, especially if they're sending in their own inquisitorial state inquisitors. That bothers me. Oh, that stings. <laughs> that's upsetting. Definitely sounds heretical. Very. Why would they want to do such a thing? It's they already have a church. Absolutely. Why do they even have a government? They already have a church. <laughs> you walk outside. It's... You know it's autumn. It's a fairly nice day. Um, what you do notice on the training yard, there's there's one man walking up and down, and he's um, berating a load of church guard, and then he's picking them out. He's mid thirties. He's wearing just a light tunic, tight fitting leather trousers, knee length boots, and he's holding a wooden sword. Okay, and he's just calling them forwards and they're running like one at a time they come up to him and they go into a guard stance and he just stands there one arm behind his back and they move forward and he beats the seven bells out of them he's really fast they're like going to strike him and he's already hit him four times you know he's just shaking his head he doesn't look very happy with them and he's shouting at them that there is there no one of you which has any skill at all he's not happy 
Uh, anyway, do you do, do I recognise this? No, you don't. Huh. Which is kind of rare because yeah. you were very involved in the militant side of it. So and he's not wearing any um, religious insignia either. Oh. I feel like I might go introduce myself. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe that might be fun. <laughs> I, just, I say, uh, you know, it's maybe this person needs a little punishment. He's very good, by the way. You are able to see that. I'm not saying he's, you know, he's been training for a couple of years. I'm saying he's very good. Well, but that doesn't he mean seems that to be won't. punishing the church guard. So yeah, let's find out what his reasonings are. Sure. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, I'll I'll head over behind you. Okay, you walk over there. There's a training area. You know the the way to do this would be to walk around the outside of it and wait to be recognised if this person is training. If you wanted to make a statement, you'd walk straight across it. It's up to you. Yeah. Uh, uh, obviously. What's what? Straight across. Yeah, let's go straight across. <laughs> okay. So, uh, hey there, hey there, bud. Okay. Um, of course, goes quiet. He <laughs> <coughs> turns to face you. Yeah. Uh, Raises an eyebrow. What are you uh, hoping to accomplish here by beating the piss out of these young men? Well, excuse me. Who are you? On my training yard. <clears throat> Excuse me, who are you in my church? I didn't realise you're one of the hierarchy. Uh, I'm I'm one of the people that you need to be uh, concerned with. That's all you need to know. Who are you? He smiles. He bows with a, a, a slight um, curve of the hand, you know. Mm. Uh, you may call me Drain. Drain? Mm-hmm. It's quite a silly name for these parts, isn't it? Where do you come from? I come from Port Sefton. Okay. Well... Where do you come from? <clears throat> I come from here, the town where you're at. Ah, this, so this you, you've undertaken the same lack of military training as these other fools, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> we do things with a little bit more grace in this I part of the country. I haven't noticed there. any grace yet. Yeah, we do things with a little bit... Um, the A little bit more style... A little bit, little bit more substance and a little bit less harshness. If you have a problem with the way these men are being trained, perhaps you should talk to someone instead of beating them. Oh, absolutely. I've already done so. And he, and he, allow me. And he pulls out a scroll from the back of his back and hands it to you. Perhaps you'd like to read this before you embarrass yourself any further. <laughs> this is in front I, of everybody. I, I, lean, I, I lean over and I'm like, <clears throat> Damien, what the hell did you get me into? <clears throat> Damien, what'd you do? <laughs> I read the scroll. Yeah, what's it? Okay, it's from um, Patriarch Embalm, which is one of the, it's not the top of the church, but is one of the hierarchy, and it is a pointing drain. That's D-R-A-E-N, by the way, not a drain which water and waste goes down, mm-hmm. to undertake a full test and report on the readiness of the church guard and um, after such investigation to increase their training to a higher level. Good. That's great. That's exactly what I would hope you were here for. Of course. Sounds, sounds fantastic. I should go and find the members of the hierarchy that have uh, tasked you with this and congratulate them on such forward thinking. Yeah. This is... Thank you. He kind of throws you a sop in as much as he realises that his... Um, He's embarrassed you somewhat, and he says, um, would you um, care to show 
some of these uh, more junior church clergymen how to use a blade. I can't help but notice that you are equipped and not as stayed in their way of thinking as many of them unfortunately are at this moment, he says, turning around to look at them. <laughs> see a couple of them like look down, oh my god. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we have important business to he, attend to, church business. Hidden from the rest of me, sort of winks at you. Oh. Well, uh, sure. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> what I'll do is I'll allow my, my man, Damien, this... Uh, bright young paladin to uh, step in and take take my spot uh, he's he's uh, it's called seconding sir that's the one uh, I, he's, he's my second at the moment I uh, I have to uh, lean over this way and read a scroll real fast <laughs> of course he says uh, uh, <laughs> shaking Damien, my head it? like oh, yes God, dang it <laughs> just drain it's fine I don't particularly go by titles on my training ground. I find it just gets in the way. Please take your normal stance. Do you <clears> wish to remain in your armour? Uh, which is fine. If that's your normal mode of combat, I understand it. I find it a little bit restrictive myself. Uh, it is, is how I was trained to fight. Absolutely. So, he, he bows to you, he lifts up his wooden sword, sort of taps it against your metal blade and just gets into a ready stance. Uh, yeah, I take a, a, a uh, cross stance, bringing my great sword across okay. uh, in a defensive stance. Okay, fine. You see, uh, well, more likely, Cannon notices the the church guard. They're kind of looking at you, like you know, all their hopes pinned on on uh, on Damien. Okay, roll initiative. Eleven. Okay. Oh, 12. Uh, yeah, 12. Oh, 12. Yeah, okay. plus one. That's fine. He is... You go to move, he is faster than you. Yep. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> 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 no. Um, uh, it's a lot of dice you're rolling there, bud. <laughs> he's, uh, he's using the wooden sword, so you're okay. Ish. Okay. So, 38 points of damage. Okay. Um, which is three hits. That's two hits to the shins in the, exactly the same place that Cannon, you saw the other people being hit, and then an overhand backhand smack to the top of the head. Okay, which makes your ears ring for a bit inside your full helm. I step in and kind of wave you over this way. <laughs> <laughs> I know... Uh, he he stops. He says, "Excuse me, <clears throat> practice going on." Uh, yes, yes. This this does include. Uh, Unless you want to join in, that's fine. This is uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So he goes back. Sure. Into, okay, he goes back to his ready stance. That's my initiative. Oh my! Initiative. <laughs> Five. <clears throat> All right. This is this isn't lethal damage, by the way. Yeah. Okay, so your initiative five. Yeah. Okay, the other people are going, oh my god, oh my god. And you, you can hear people saying, he didn't go down, he didn't go down, he didn't go down, about the paladin. <laughs> do you want to take that time to heal yourself or anything? Uh, you can do. Yeah, I will administer some lay on hands. 
And he, as you're as you're doing it, and you're taking up your ready stance, he is mm-hmm. speaking to the to the church guardsman, actually exalting um, the paladin. You see that, you lot. See how many hits he took. This is what you should aspire to, and etc. 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 He's not actually going out of his way to embarrass you at all. Okay. Um, okay. All right. But he is, you know, good at his job. So yeah, he, he, he goes back very... to a. A ready stance. Waits for you to get uh, ready. Cure, cure wounds. I think you're looking for, mate. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, so it looks like he's going. Uh, he, I, I, so I've, I've seen where he's where he's striking you. It's the same place he struck everybody else. I think maybe I might be able to parry what he's doing. I'm gonna go in first. When he goes to attack me, and I parry him. You go next, okay? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm going to relay the information to him because he goes next. You go go to attack him. You saw where he hit you last time. You saw the places where he hit the other people. It's the same four spots on every person. Protect those four spots. It was the top of the head, the shoulder, and both shins. And so protect those spots. When you parry those, I'll jump in on them. I will endeavor to do so. Okay. Super. Let's do it. I'm excited to be part of this plan. Could you two make a perception roll for me? No! Oh my god, you're even try. You're so ah. rubbish! That, that was a two, <laughs> making a total of four. <laughs> okay. Sixteen. Sixteen is enough. 15, sorry. You notice once again, he's, he's basically quite calm, and as you finish talking to the paladin, he winks at you again. Okay. Okay, so he goes into his, his, his stance once again. He's, held, he's, he's, he's gone with his um, wooden sword with two of you. He's actually put one leg forward, lifted his sword up in two hands, and he's ready. Um, so he moves forward. So he goes to attack you. Just roll a d20. Now this is a seven. What is your attack bonus? My attack bonus is... Plus... Plus seven... Oh uh, yeah, it's my base attack bonus is plus seven. I'd just oh, like to say to everybody that was a straight creepers. 20. However, you do notice that it's a perfect strike in his part, which means that it was exact... Your sword parrying was off a little bit, but his sword moved just slightly so that you parried it. Okay? Oh. Um, and he does a get straight 20 again. So you want to just roll it, just don't get a straight one. Okay, so again, you're on the parry, and he just goes just slightly, so your sword is the perfect place to parry it again. Now, do you want to roll an attack roll, please, Cannon? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to try and do that with my, uh, with my, uh, no, I have a hammer, don't I? Mm. Yeah. Use my hammer on him. You've got advantage if you need it. Oh, beautiful, thank you. Uh, so that'd be a <laughs> 17. 17. Okay, so... As you have parried that, he's in the middle of his attack run, as it were. Um, you walk forward and you clock him on the side of the head. Mm-hmm. And he twists and goes down to one knee. And all the crowd, sort of, all the churchmen go, hey! And he stands up and he bows towards you, towards both of you. And he turns around to them and he said, Now that's what I'm talking about. That's what you should be doing. Teamwork, lads. Teamwork. I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> and then you clock him again, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going I'm to step, step beside him. Uh, and as he's uh, as he uh, is, I'm gonna bow to you, to him, to the to the crowd, 
uh, of adulation, and, 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 mm-hmm. and I'm going to, uh, as I'm leaning down, I go, oh my God, thank you very much for not embarrassing us. Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, continue to receive my praise. <laughs> yeah. You I, know, he bows. It's a very slight smile. He knows exactly what he was doing, and he was actually setting that whole thing up uh-huh. as part of his training. You can see that the guard are now a little bit more G'd up, and they want to. I'm just going to assume I failed my perception check to notice that. that you just think he was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. So anyway, they all again. Um, you you can uh, he bows to you. You can walk off his training field, and he looks back to him. I think a round of applause, gentlemen. So the church guard clap you off. Yeah. Um, and then he picks out another one. He and this this guy walks forward and he's a bit more bright-eyed and a bit more aware and hmm. so he's kind of broken them down and building them up you I, know yeah i uh i hope that he heard me say thank you for yeah you notice a little bit of a slight smile okay. on his face um right. send that man 50 gold um <laughs> so yeah that was that was a thing let's um let's make it not look like we're running away yeah no you problem. uh you walk off to applause from the church guardsman and i feel suitably smug <laughs> I feel like we avoided an ass weapon, so <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so we uh, let's let's get back to our duties. That was enough to humble me for the day. I think let's get back to something that's going to make me feel a lot better. Killing a guardsman. Are you killing the guardsman? I'm going for Betty first. Uh, we're we going for Comrade. I thought we were going for Comrade, and we were sending up. A- Messenger boy. We're going to go to Shahid. We're going to hook a messenger boy. Yeah. Uh, yep. You get uh, a junior uh, church um, messenger. A yes, small my lord. That gets lifted off the ground. Yeah. You can. You got a pretty high strength. You can. Okay. He looks uh, suitably scared. The inquisitor here. I show him the inquisitor. Hello. <laughs> Turn him around. <laughs> that man. Hello, my lord inquisitor. Would like you to deliver a message. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We uh, need to speak with. I put him back down. Okay. <laughs> we need to he speak. Starts with... to run. Uh, stops. Comes back. Yes. Uh, yeah. The message. Do you want the message? Yes. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we need to spa- uh, speak with Bacon. 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 Bacon of the city guard. He's at the southern gate. Yeah. Uh, we need to know if he's found anything, and then uh, don't continue to talk to him. Run and turn and come right back. That's all you need to do. Don't don't do anything but deliver the message. Don't, yes, stay, Lord. don't stay at the don't stay at the southern gate. He turns, looks at you as if there's anything else. Nothing. He runs off. Yeah. I, wait for him, I wait for him to run off. Yeah. Quick and then I on. turn to Cannon and say, "That wasn't the message I meant." <laughs> Which message was it? The uh, the one to uh, Reef, Reef yeah. <laughs> to invite him to dinner. Grab another <laughs> grab another page boy. Okay. Another page boy. Yes. You. Yeah. I find one. I usher him over. To speak to the Inquisitor. Yeah. He nods. My lords. Don't leave me in charge. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we need you to deliver a message to Guardsman Reef at the Southern Gate. No. My He's lord. At the uh, Second Sword. Garrison. 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 He usually. Uh, Reef. Uh, <laughs> private Third Class. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I've just had a training accident. <laughs> I uh, saw him, my lords. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah. Yes, it was, wasn't it? it was quite. We and, showed that southerner, my lord. Yeah, that's right. That's, and as to all southerners. Yes. Yeah. Now, uh, go and to the second swords uh, garrison 
find Guardsman Rafe. Don't go inside. Just ask to speak with Guardsman Rafe and tell him that we would like to see him for dinner this eve at, uh, what's your favorite restaurant? Uh, uh, the Bar and Grill. The, yeah, what's the Bar and Grill's name? Barracks. The Barracks. Barracks. Bar- B-R-A-K-S. Barracks Bar and Grill. Yes. There. Uh, tell him to be there at 7 prompt, please. We know he gets off at 5. There's my lord. So, he gets uh, around. Thank you. Don't go inside. Okay, turns around. Guardsman Rafe. Rafe. Reef. Reef. Reef it is. Yeah. Third class. That's the one. Guardsman third class. Yeah. He nods. He turns. He runs. Okay. <laughs> Anything else you need to spring on me? <laughs> I'm still very uh, embarrassed. All that yeah. damage, by the way. Each hit actually only did one point of damage. He was just letting us know that he could fucking yeah, destroy us. Yeah, and if you healed yourself, it's all sorted. Yeah. Oh, God. So embarrassed. <laughs> Why? We won. <laughs> Trouble is he actually <laughs> thinks that's true. <laughs> oh, it's man. not a superiority complex when you win. That's, yeah. yeah. Oh, we totally won. I know. Yeah. So now where are we going? Comrade? Uh, no, we need to go Back stop in. by we need to stop by and uh, see if Shahesh yeah, has Shahesh. dropped us anything at our at our normal dropping place, which is uh, by the river? Yeah, you uh, would. There's, you there's would, a stables by the river. Yeah, that, sure. Yeah. Okay, you walk. Uh, you walk there. Um, as usual, the crowd kind of parts of your particular small group. Although you're only two of the three at the moment, um, people are super scared. Not always rightfully so of an inquisitor. Sometimes inquisitors are helpful. You know, they're, but you see, they see a blood red cloak coming along, and they sort of melt out the way. Likewise, paladins are sometimes feared and respected, and anyone wearing full metal armor with a, a helm on, people get out of the way of anyway. This so, is really starting to make me feel better. <laughs> you feel better in yourself, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you like to find a uh, petty criminal on the way? Oh, man, could we? I really appreciate it. Make <laughs> perception rolls if you're actively looking at someone doing something wrong. Uh, 15. 15. Um, and let's give the paladin a go. Nine. Ah, oh, you're Getting so there. pants. Getting there, you're working it up. <laughs> Just warming that die, warming it up. Okay, uh, yeah, sure, fine. Um, you do see a wagoneer moving through the street. You're not sure at first, and then you stop, and you think, he hasn't got a sack attached to the back of his horse. Right. So he the has, horse there's nothing is... on the road. There's no sack attached. Dropping, dropping road apples everywhere, and uh, we can't have that. That is a That's fine. conspiracy to commit littering. That's conspiracy. What? <laughs> it's, like, it's got some I, words in it. Anyway. I stop. I stop and I write that down. I'm like, that's a good one. That's really good. What's your intelligence? Uh, Fourteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I, then I'm not shocked by that. <laughs> but that's a really good one. Um, so yeah, we, we'll we'll stop the wagoneer and uh, let him know. He, uh, he stops. Hello, my lords. What's the matter with you then? Uh, well, you can see my friend here has nice, bright, shiny armor, and we don't want to get any horse dung on the on the feet of that armor, the boots, and uh, we would appreciate it if you could uh, 
tie a sack to the back of your uh, of your steeds here and uh, keep our streets clean. He looks. Oh, he moves. So sorry, you're right. And he gets down and he walks to the back of his wagon. He's got like a brake so it doesn't run you over. Yeah. He gets out like a, a sack with a harness, attaches it to the back of the uh, equipment, which ties I'm the stuff. Tripping. Go for it. Okay. Now he deserves punishment because okay. he had the sacks. That is twenty. He had the sacks. He falls. Um, does he it, fall face first into horse dung? Because that would be awesome. There is no horse dung from his horsey, Darn but it. he does, however, fall over. Oh, and he gets. Oh, I'm ever so sorry, my lord. I appear to have fallen over your foot. Darn right. Uh, so the issue here is my, my nose is hurting a bit. Actually. Yeah, you've uh, you've. Here, let me had, look, sister. Is it broken? Is it broken? Let's let's check it out. What color is your armor, by the way? Is it nice and shiny and uh, silvery, or is it is, black painted, or what? Uh, it is. Uh, his, his blackened armor, but it is polished to a very high shine. Fun, like a shiny black car. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, fine. Um, I noticed that you had those bags in the back of your wagon, and they were just not hooked up. That's right, my lord. Then you assaulted, an inquisitor. He looks at you. He's not the brightest spark, my lord. Uh, well, you, you seem to have kicked me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, allow me to uh, polish that off your, your leggings. And he gets out a brush and starts cleaning it off. Um, talking of horse dung, um, would you like me to get that, that, um, that stuff off your boot, sir? Because it looks like you've, you've got some kind of herbs all stuck to it. Um, that looks a bit like marinara. Perception me. check. Oh, I only got an eleven. Well, you, <laughs> you knew it was there. I knew it was You've there. You've got illegal drugs on the end of your foot, my lord. Have I? Yeah, I, I've heard about them. You can get in trouble. Are they, are they yours? I'm going to. Uh, I don't think they're the Lord Inquisitors. No. They don't do that kind of thing. No, sir. I'm going to go ahead. And, I wasn't uh, talking to the Lord Inquisitor now, was I? I was talking to you. Oh no, I don't do that kind of thing, sir. That's good. That's then bad. You, then you better clean it off then. Of course, I will, my lord. And he wipes it off, stands up, ties a bag around his horse's backside. Is there anything else I can do you for, my lord? He looks there. He's, he's, he's actually quite confused. <laughs> he's not. He's, he doesn't actually realise you can out of your way to upset him. Okay. No. It makes life hard, doesn't it? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm feeling deflated again. <laughs> Let's start going back into the crowds where they respect me. <laughs> okay, you walk down, they melt out of your way. Yeah, <laughs> just walk around the walk around the market a few times. Yeah, feel uh, a little bit better about myself. <laughs> right, you get down to the river. Um, this friggin' guy. Uh, there's Whatever. a there's, there's, there's a beggar sitting down. Vagrancy. Oh, yeah, thump him on the noggin real fast. However, this is your normal drop off point, so it's allowed. The church people use this um, on occasion. So um, it's very difficult to get a license as a beggar, but uh, the church use them and give them a license. Okay. So you walk over to there. He, he's completely blind, apparently. Um, his eyes are all white, and he turns to look at you, and his eyes go normal again. Um, they sort of turn back round again. He says, "Ah, oh, my lord inquisitor." Yes, yes hello. I, I have a a missive for you. Outstanding. That's exactly what I needed. What? Did it, give it to me. Yes. He passes a small parchment to you. Alright, and uh, uh, I'm going to toss him a gold real fast, or uh, uh, sorry, a silver. I'm going to toss him a silver for his troubles. Oh, so very kind of you, my lord. Uh, What does it say? 
it says uh, my L I C. It says L I C capitals with full stops between them, as in Lord Inquisitor Cannon. Okay. Um, uh, my investigations have found that there is a merchant by the main name of Meredith who was dealing in medicinal herbs but has recently expanded to include social, uh, what's, what's the word, entertainment, uh, herbs for, for entertainment purposes. Okay. Meredith, that's M-E- Meredith. M-E-R-E-D-I-K. Cool, nailed it. Yeah. Now, so he's dealing... All right. It doesn't say where he's uh, where he. No, lives you can ask um, Mer- Meredith's herbs and spices. Oh, okay. Um, let me do an insight check real fast to see if maybe this is Shahesh trying to get rid of one of his somebody of his competition. Very difficult to find out from a pe- from a parchment. Yeah, but I oh, know Shahesh is a leather merchant, isn't he? He's a herbs merchant and spices. Oh, he's a herbs and spices merchant. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the the insight check anyway, just to see if I think that Shahesh might be sure. trying to get rid of his competition. No, probably not gonna know. Not with a. Not with a. Do you think that then? I think, Twelve. I think you think that. I think I think it. I think Shahesh might be trying to get rid of his competition. You started it. <laughs> Shahesh is using us. He's trying to use the shop. Trying to use the the church, sorry, to uh, benefit the shop. So we burn the shop down. Obviously, teach him a lesson. Yeah, sure. brilliant. I think this is a great idea. Let's burn both of them down just in case. We'll have to check licenses first. Well, the, the licenses at Meredix. Yes. Herbs and spices. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's let's make a, let's put a pin in that though, and continue ahead on to uh, what were we doing? Meet with. Uh, firstly, Betty. though, um, we've got uh, a lot of strings. A lot of strings we need to start tying up yeah. here. Sir Vagrant Man. Of I'm course, he still sits Of course, my Lord Paladin, he says. Uh, Quite well spoken, by the way. Make a perception roll. Really? You might going to get good this time. Look. 14. 14. You make one as well? 21. 21. You do. You're not sure. So, Cannon recognises him. Damien, you're not sure if you've seen him before anywhere? You've seen this guy in the church. He's a clergyman of some description. Okay. And he doesn't smell now on your 21 roll, as you would expect him to, but his clothes do look dirty. You do notice that his shoes um, are odd, but seem to be well-fitting. Okay. So this is... This is not a vagrant. This is a... This is a plant. He works for us. Okay, then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So then he doesn't so need my I silver, then. So if I asked you to... No, uh... he's not going to keep it anyway. He's going to hand it into church. But you can call it a tithe if you want. Okay. <laughs> so I turned to the clergy vagrant. Yeah. So if I asked you uh, to help us in a undercover operation, would you go and try and buy marinara from Meredith? Not until I... Uh, you nearly said shift is finished. Not until um, I believe that, uh, you know, the amount of time I should, send, I should spend at this particular position is... Uh, location is over, my lord. I oh, should think that'll be about five of the clock. Three hours then. Yeah. <laughs> about that, yeah. That's fine. Okay, that'll oh. be good. We'll come meet with you tomorrow or later. Well, if we... Oh, we got stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> Try and... Morning prayers. Morning prayers, there it is. Oh, I'm here from seven o'clock, so five o'clock in five, the morning. Five o'clock prayers. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the morning morning prayers. What did you think we meant? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. He um, smiles. He nods. Okay, cool. Yeah, we got we got other stuff to do. This. Yeah. So if you finish him, he rolls his eyes back in the back of his head again. It's really creepy and quite horrible. Uh, more arms for the poor, my lord. I do have a license. <laughs> I'm gonna say, be gone with you, vagrant, and then we'll walk away before he actually has to leave. He he he, he looks. Uh, my, my legs don't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, you walk down the street. Yeah. Um. Well, that didn't get us anywhere. I'm I'm still. I'm stuck on Conrad. All. I, no, I don't know why you trust this, you know, foreigner. Which foreigner? Shehesh. Shehesh. I don't. I don't. I don't. I think he's trying to use the church to better his own business. That that's neither here nor there. the The important issue is I got. So now we've got three things to burn. I I know it's crazy. <laughs> God's so many things we need to burn. A book in a bag and a. What did you do with the rope? It's in the bag with the book. That's what I thought. Yeah. Everything's in the everything that. We went to give to the robe in the book. He took out the mummy and stuff like that. But the robe in the book are in there. Yeah. The robe in the book are in there, and the, okay. the chest was burned. Yeah. Yep. And the mask was burnt with the chest. Yep. Yes. Which is why you're going to go and burn reef. Yes. Yeah. I, I think we just let's go. Let's go and talk to Backin Bacon. Backin. Backin. Uh, see if we've got any information for, about Ambassador Conradle. This has me very perturbed. Okay, we've got five hours until our dinner. With the young man. Yeah. With, with Reef. Okay, cool. All right, let's go talk to let's go talk to. Back. Fine. You spend twenty minutes. You walk to the southern gate. Well, more like half an hour actually. Get to the southern gate. It's uh, fairly busy. People coming in. People going out. It's not as busy as it is first thing in the morning and just before dusk. To be fair. Mm. Um, is it fully manned now though? Absolutely, and there are actually spares posted. Mm. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. uh, Good to see the garrison's doing their job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll have we'll a, a quick scan, looking for the number of second swords members here. Yeah, how many? How many second sword? Forty percent of the people. You have, you have to be fairly. Got to make a perception roll, so you don't have to get close to them. This would be funny. Nineteen. Hey, hey, yeah, that was nearly a three. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting better at uh, noticing things. Um, yeah, the this the slight badges, the brooches that hold their cloaks um, too. It's not very clear. It's not meant to be very clear, but you are getting better at recognising it. Apparently, so they've got the, the the general state symbol and the second written on it. So. Okay. About 40% or so or second sort. Which is more of their 33% quota. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I'm uh, finally I'm doing something right. Steer clear of as many of the second swords as we can uh, while looking for back in. Yep. Okay. Perception? Or? You can make a perception roll. That is a tw- uh, 15. Okay. Well, you're looking for him. Uh, he actually finds you first. Oh, uh, uh, my Lord Inquisitor Cannon, how nice to see you again. Yes, sir. So we are quite perturbed about this, um, the matter that you're supposed to be looking into for us, and um, we we need any sort of updates that you have for us. Yeah, I had a... It confused me somewhat. I had a messenger come from you earlier, and he, he asked me the question, and before I could even say yes or no, he ran away. Good. <laughs> At least he was following orders. <laughs> I don't want him spending any more time down here than he has to. I notice that there are uh, a lot more second swords now than there were this morning. Uh, apparently, is... yes. Uh, I, I have noticed that myself. They turned up not two or three hours gone. 
took up their regular position and then they have provided spares in case any of them get uh, sent away illegally. I'm not quite sure what that means, but um, I'm, I'm told one of, one of the captain that delivered them, um, I couldn't help but note he was smirking a bit when he said like their repercussions would fall where they, where they, where they might. It um, seems they certainly did. <laughs> so, uh, yes, um, I have uh, had someone investigating for me, as you are aware, um, and then took over that investigation and looked through the paperwork as presented to me. And uh, Ambassador Conrattle does occasionally go out for a, for a morning ride, basically three, three, three mornings of the week. The same days of the week, um, he goes out for a morning constitutional. Uh, of course, he's got the right, although it's frowned upon um, by the prince to use the prince's private uh, hunting ground in the north of the city. Uh, but he likes, apparently, to go for a ride three mornings of the week to keep his constitution going. South south of the gate? He comes through this gate, yes. So he comes through this gate and then rides around to the northern hunting ground? No, 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 he... There, there is a northern hunting ground which is the prince's domain uh, the prince has very recently but Conrattle's been doing this whenever he's at home um, always goes for a morning constitutional ride for about two hours Monday, Wednesday, Friday in effect and that's what he does uh, it's only very recently that the hunting grounds within the city which are for the nobility and high members have only recently in the last sort of six months or so been allocated only to the prince and his personal guard which he is training and hmm. certain other um, members which he is allowed such as a couple of judges and high-ranking members of the uh, of the state wow so yes to answer your question three min- three mornings of the week he goes for a two-hour constitutional uh, with a couple of his personal guard and and then comes back personal guard or appointed guard his personal guard his personal retinue not not guardsmen requisitioned, such as the third squad, uh, but his personal guard, he has a personal guard of 20, um, which guard his estate and most of them, as well as the squad he requisitions, go with him when he is on his ambassadorial duties. Okay, okay. Well, that's good, that's good information. Thank you very much. My pleasure, my lord. Toss him a Toss him a silver. Oh, thank you. It's really not necessary, but he still puts it in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to say no. <laughs> um, it's bad manners to decline a gift from an Inquisitor. It is. Yeah, even if that gift is a sledgehammer to the face. <laughs> um, which is why I totally won that fight against that dude, Drame. Totally. I'm feeling better now. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, we'll start walking this way and discussing. Sure. Uh, Oh, before we go, yeah, uh, are there back in? Uh, is there been any more reports of thefts of identity papers or coming through or passes? Only the one you mentioned. I've taken it upon myself to um, have a couple of my clerks start looking through to see if there's any pattern. I haven't found anything yet. I hope that's uh, okay with yourselves. It, you know, obviously it's a state thing, but you've asked the question, so. Just in case it's something heretical, I thought I'd keep you in the loop. Hopefully it's only a single instance. Yeah, I mean, my understanding is that the the gentleman which was uh, complaining of a stolen pass was in his mid-sixties. And uh, his, uh, I've, asked, I've asked the questions, and it would appear that he managed somehow with his pass 
to then come through the gate, but a quarter of an hour afterwards. Hmm. So, uh, and, and resembled someone basically in his 30s. So I would say that gentleman's uh, pass has been used by somebody else to enter. Yeah. And the the guardsman who let who let this person through has he been? Uh, yeah, he was sent back. Uh, I don't wish to tread on anybody's toes, <coughs> but he was sent back to the second garrison uh, by someone. Uh, I, I really don't wish to go any further in that direction, uh, my lord. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotcha. And hence the, the understaffed the, garrison, uh, the understaffed uh, southern gate. And yes. that that was the man who dealt with the old man. Yes, not indeed. the guardsman who let in a thirty-year-old man. man with a sixty-year-old man's pass. With the pass itself uh, matched the description of a human, age sixty-five, um, but uh, he did put a comment in there that uh, this man appears to be very young, but he is uh, holding a pass which expires in one week. Um, I have since taken him to task and said if there's any other discrepancies where someone looks 30 years younger, he should actually flag it. Good man. Not just take the description as being, well, he looks good. Good man. Okay. Well, make sure you not just take him to task. Would you like to meet him? That's him there. You'll see him polishing the outside of my, uh, my guard towel with his toothbrush. Oh, lovely. Make sure he receives lashes as well. Oh, yeah, you'll see that he's wincing a bit, my lord. That's already happened. Brilliant. Again. <laughs> yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like whatever happened there might turn, turn out to be bad for us later. Maybe. Yeah. You do notice, uh, not notice, you get the impression every time you're, you're asking Barrick something, he's, he's probably already done it. Um, he's uh, he's a know, model he's, citizen. Model sergeant. Well, um, I doubt if any of the citizens will get on very well with him because he's like, boom, and it's done. Um, yeah. If you don't do it, you get like a fist in the face. Do I you like know what him. I mean? I like him. That's why I like him. Follows orders. It's a good man. And delivers just punishment. Delivers just punishment. Most of the time. <laughs> well, uh, no. thanks. Thanks for all the information. I'm not quite sure where to go with it. What do you think? You gotta, you gotta, I gotta bounce something off of you, man. So we're, so three times a week, he goes, and it was every... Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, no, how often did Captain Fermier travel outside to speak with road wardens? Because that was a regular thing. Yes, But it wasn't that that regular. It was only every, it was like every month, every other week? He, uh, well, he actually, he actually goes out Every Wednesday. Oh, every Wednesday. Um, and uh, the South Gate work. in the morning. But he doesn't accompany. He doesn't accompany Conrad when he does. No, he goes out at a different time. But is that time during the two-hour? It is, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. What day is it? What? Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Tomorrow is ride day. Tomorrow is ride day. He was, in fact, out slightly earlier, wasn't he? Who was it? Was out. There was someone out earlier, um, and you asked them. That was Bar- That was back in himself. Who was out talking to? Yes. One of the road wardens. Yeah. Uh, who he asked you asked you a question, and he said, "Yeah, I had to deliver a message." He kind of volunteered that information himself. Okay. Okay. So you think we set up a sting and see if we can find uh, find out where Ambassador Conrad is going on these rides, and if they. 
uh, if they cross with Famir's uh, meetings outside. Yeah, we could. Sure. I'm not sure how we'd do that. Well, you were going to see Betty as well, weren't you? Which we is your rather string. But we can do that. We can do that uh, in a few minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm already starting to plan for tomorrow morning. You're right. We have a we have a schedule to keep. We have a schedule. We have two and a half hours until. Yes. Is it two and a half now? Uh, it's it's right about three o'clock. No, it's two and a half hours until clergyman finishes. Right. And then and then he's going to go and, and try and do something. Then for there's you. two hours after that until dinner. Yeah, but you're not going to find out from the clergyman vagrant if you until like the morning. until five o'clock tomorrow morning. So let's go ahead and go try to f- track down Betty. Okay. Okay. Uh, is there a runner at the gate? Yes, there's a guardsman third class. Do you feel like asking this guardsman third class to go and make us a uh, dinner appointment? Yeah. Yeah, let's. As long as uh, asking this guardsman third class doesn't leave the gate short staffed. No, there's spares. There are spares. Good, 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 good. Uh, So I'll grab someone. I'll make sure to grab someone that doesn't have a second sword patch on. Sure. And uh, ask them to go make us a uh, table for three reservation at the. Barn Becky's Barn, Barn Grill. Grill. Becky's Barn Grill. That's the one. Yeah, of course, my lord. Yeah. And, um... He sort of looks at Backin, and Backin frowns at him and just nods. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Where where would we find... Where would we find Becky? Betty. 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 Uh, well, Herod, uh used to live in the Tanner's Quarter, or he had a house in the Tanner's Quarter. All right, let's head to the Tanner's Quarter. Okay. No problem, you head off. I'm going to have to get my boots cleaned again. Yeah, there's lots of animals in the Tanner's Quarter. You get uh, to the to the western district the tanner, where the Tanner's Quarter is. You go through the market. There's a smaller market there as well. It starts to smell as you get to the mm, Tanner's before, area. Before we get to the Tanner's Quarter, uh, I'd like to stop somewhere for a mid-afternoon snack. Just oh. done. Oh, boy. Anywhere in particular, because you only know one eatery as such, but uh, there are, no, no, there are the lots market. of others. Yeah, okay, fine, yes, you start in like, the market. Uh, just some grilled street meat food. on a stick. Yeah, yeah street food, yeah. lovely. Like a big Ren Fair turkey leg. That's what I'd like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there's there's mostly local people. There's a couple of for- foreigners selling their wares with different spices and all that we, kind of we stuff. We avoid that store. Yeah, we avoid those. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, nice. Plain grilled meat. Okay, fine. <laughs> no spices. <laughs> Conquer the world for spice, but we don't actually like it. Fine, yeah, you get some street food. It uh, costs you a couple of silver. Nothing beats street meat. You know what I'm saying? You're not actually sure what meat it is, to be fair. You didn't ask that question. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it as 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 seems to be well cooked, as far as you're aware. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a one. Wasn't a one. Um... <laughs> Yes, let's. Um, that was delicious. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Moving on. So now, now we've got something to lose when we go to the Tanner's Quarter. <laughs> so we're heading into the Tanner's Quarter. Yeah, you get there. Is it, you get as you get close to it, you start to smell a. It's like a. It's a distinctive scent in the air of cooking. Um, the Boi- fat boiled bits and pieces and cooking down hooves to Ugh. make glue. Uh, all that kind of yeah, that whole kind of smell it starts to you're, smell. You're in to make felt for lining and mm-hmm. fine. So yeah. you get there, you really have no idea where you're going. So we get to a big square. There's some probably young teenagers up to twenty years old there, 
it's mid-afternoon now. They're playing a game just sitting in the market square. There's nothing illegal in that. And they're playing jacks. They look up to you and sort of watch you. Not doing anything. They're just watching, see what you're doing. There's some groups of other young men. Because most of the stuff's done from early morning. At this moment in time, it'll just be cooling down and drying and stuff. So it's quite a lot of people walking around. Okay. You're not, not commonly seen um, in this area. You, boy! Yeah. Lots of them look up. Yeah? Just one of you come here. They all stand up and they look at each other, jostling each other. You got, you got, you got, you got. One of them that gets pushed forward first walks over. Yeah. Well volunteered. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Betty? Herod. Herod's wife. Betty Herod. Uh, no. What is her kid's name? It, she, we didn't. Mm. We never got her kid's name, did we? You didn't. Right. Who is she? What's she do? She a tanner? She lives in the. Tanner's she lives quarter. in the tanners' quarters. She well, there's, did. There's thousands of people in the tanners' quarter. Is that? That's why we're what, asking. Do you know what she does? Yes, we do. What does she do? Uh, nothing appropriate, young man. Stop asking questions. Nothing appropriate. Oh, she might be at the lever and lash. Oh, lovely. I like this kid. Okay. I'm helpful. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, and I'm going to give him two copper pieces. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I had a dragonborn giving me two silver the other day, or was it that human fellow with him? Thanks. Puts it in his pocket. I, I mm. own it, though. I, I played him at uh, Knucklebones. Oh, Jacks, well. basically. Yeah, well, good. Well well done. I don't have... I, I've never played that game before. That's. I beat him. Sounds like a game for heretics. He's a foreigner, and I beat him. Oh, which oh, which, oh, which like one of those boys uh, pushed you? All of them. <laughs> Brilliant. Please come here. You need to uh, pay your fines. Yep. That's one hey, copper piece from each of them. <laughs> fines? Yes. What fines? Assaulting the citizenry. Yeah, assaulting the show <laughs> Half of them look embarrassed. Um, it's like five of them. Three of them have got um, copper. They go like that. It's literally a copper and they hand it over. Okay. The other two haven't got any and the person you're speaking to, you go, come on, Kev, you earned a silver the other day. He sort of sighs and he hands over two copper. <laughs> That's the two copper you just give him, which covers their coppers. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to, uh, now that I've, we've gotten those, I'm going to uh, give them to the little kid. Kev, he says, uh, low teens. Oh, thanks. Yeah, there we go. What's that on? Um, so so you walk away. As you walk He's going away, to get beaten up for those. As you walk away, yeah, mate says, come on, let's go back over and buy another beer. Oh, but it's crap, it's green. <laughs> yeah, 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 but like you can get it for a copper. Oh, they all walk over towards it. In the northern part of that small square, there's a, a guy with a barrel. <laughs> so yeah. off they wonder. Selling green beer, huh? St. <laughs> Patrick's Day? Uh, okay, well. Um, it sounds orcish. Yeah, it does sound orcish. Disgusting. Anyway. Leather and lash, eh? Okay. So Can you roll D twenty rolls at your intelligence bonus? Four Oh my god, no, I don't like that D twenty. Twelve. Uh, you both heard of the leather and lash because it has a certain reputation. Women of ill repute, eh? It is, but there are also some uh, guardsmen that go to it. It's Bella. it's Men uh, of ill repute. Yeah. A very <laughs> it's a very Different place than you might expect. Ooh, and, horses of ill repute. And as an inquisitor, yeah. you are on the understanding that you shouldn't make a problem there, irrespective 
of the person that owns it. That's all you know, because you've not been there before. Oh, we're not trying to cause a scene. We just need to talk to Betty. Yeah, that's fine. So you, you walk along, uh, you walk down a couple of alleys to get there. You see some guys come out towards the end of it. They look at you and they turn and they walk away again. Uh, it's quite a rough part of town. And yeah. then you come to the western wall and there's a very big, very grand building. It's completely out of place. It's almost like a mansion. Okay. Up against the western wall. It's beautiful. Uh, you do notice people, well-dressed people, walking in and out of it. It's not a note for you. Note for us. <laughs> and there's a human, fairly big, wearing armour, standing outside Le- it. Leather armour. Studied. Uh, and there's a... He's, he doesn't look quite normal human to you. He's seven foot tall. He's not a Thengdrin, which is like a Viking. He looks a bit more brutish, but he's not a half-orc. Uh, you walk up to the door and he says, Hello, welcome to the Leather and Lash if you want to get entry, you have to give over all pointy sharp things. Well, a bigger than a short pointy sharp thing. Uh, the human standing next to the big-ish human-ish, he says, ah, hello, my uh, Lord Inquisitor and Lord Paladin. How pleasant and unexpected to see men of your culture type yeah, here. Sure. We wouldn't normally frequent these places uh we are here to speak to someone who uh possibly works here her name is was betty herrett betty um he frowns i think i might have heard the name and the the big one says uh yeah she is the lady with uh the boy called eric and she's 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 very friendly Eric. eric herrett yes parents hated him they wanted him to get beat up. She, she's the the lady. What? She's the lady with the boy named Eric. Yeah, and and and, and she's friendly. She, just because she quite, I quite like her. She's nice. She's got nice hair. He says. What's your name, chap? Uh, my name is Olaf. Olaf. Yeah. It sounds northern. Yeah. Sometimes it changes. It depends. As the people that work here jacks sometimes says people don't like it they have a complaint against it and then i get a new name moving on i'm not, even, I'm not even going to attempt to it's just a big brute of a there's, man there's like, a know. lot to unpack Olaf. there yeah here is three silver pieces that's okay thank you for your information all right would you like some more information about betty uh if you want what do you want to know about Betty? Well, she, I'd li- we'd like to talk to Betty. Is she in right now? I don't know. Could you find out for us? When I get off shift. Oh, you're not allowed to go inside while you're outside, eh? And she's not inside. She don't work here. Oh. Where, where is she? She's down Candle Street. He points. Brilliant. All right. Are you coming in? No. No, sir. We are not coming in. I'm not a sir. Yeah. Chap. No chap. No Olaf. We okay. wouldn't set foot in your in your building. It's nice. At that point, by the way, a man walks out, putting his grey cloak, putting his buckle on. Uh, he looks at you two. Um, hands over a chit, like a small wooden token. These uh, The human pulls a chain. And you see these like small coffins almost, that kind of shape, like wooden boxes, 
revolving round. He gets to number 37. He opens it up and hands a guy uh, a blessed longsword. Um, uh, he thanks him. He knows that you should. My Lord Inquisitor, my Lord Paladin, and he walks past you. Yeah. It's a smart way to do that. Grey cloaks. What does that mean? He's a city guardsman. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Candle Street, that's where Betty's at. Brilliant. Yeah. We will uh, we'll head that way. Hi everyone, Dan here again. I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast and the world I've created. Myself and the players had great fun recording it and are looking forward to the next episodes. So please subscribe and give us a like if you would. Word of mouth and likes on your favourite podcast sites are how we get promoted. We don't currently have the funds for other sources of advertising and so your five star reviews will really help get us noticed and on our way. By the way, we have a sister podcast of non-ilem citizens and therefore highly suspect of heresy if canon and group ever get hold of them. It's called The Companions, also published by Papersod Podcasting. Occasional links and tidbits of information on the official Papersod Podcasting Twitter account of at Pod, no spaces. Thanks again for listening. You made it this far and you're the best. Hi everyone, welcome to the bloopers reel. Did you hear that Coca-Cola, by the way, are going into um, cannabis-infused drinks? Really? They're seriously considering, yeah. It's on, um, on the BBC and on the radio and all sorts. Just because it's on the news, Danny, doesn't mean it's that real. Is, that is true. However, Canada is now legalised, or becoming legalised. Becoming legalised. Um, uh, there's certain states, isn't there, I believe uh, it there is. There are a bunch of states. Um, it's already legal in Colorado and... Washington, it's either Washington or Oregon. They're right next to each other. I can't remember which one it is. My mom, my mom lived in Washington but worked in Oregon, and I visited her a couple of times. And I can't remember if it, I think it was Washington legalized it, but and people would just go over the border to don't Oregon. get mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> Same fucking state. Um, she doesn't live there anymore. She lives in Georgia now. Oh, uh, okay. Which is where all the eastern rattlesnakes live. So that's fun. Oh, I'm just gonna make a horrible noise. I should have done before I pushed record. Oh, I'm, I'm just assuming you're going to edit all this out of it. Uh, I might leave it on. And where it says, put it at the very president. End. That's what it will sound like. Put it at the very end of the. Well, got a good idea about making the bloopers one, didn't you? Yeah, put bloopers real at the end. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like after you do all your spiel, just just with cheesy '80s porn music in the background. Do you know who? <laughs> yeah, like Santa Heresy. <laughs> yeah, dig it. Do you know who Sam Regal and Liam O'Brien are? I know William Regal, the wrestler. No. No. Um, so they're two voice actors and voice directors that are in critical role, and they had their and they're best friends, and they had their own podcast for ages before because they was looking for something to do as friends instead of working all the time. Right. And they uh, discovered Dungeons and Dragons. Their friend Matthew Mercer said he was going to run Dungeons and Dragons, or mm. so they went and tried it, and that was really interesting because it's before critical role, and they were talking about they were going to go and do it, and they they don't do that podcast anymore, but. They had nicknames for their children rather than saying their children's names. Oh, nice. And yeah. one of them was called something, but the other one was Harry Donald Trump. <laughs> so it's just, this is a few years ago before he yeah. became president. So, uh, yeah. Was, it, was yeah, it Oregon your mum used to work at? She lived in, she worked in Oregon, she lived in Washington. It was Oregon, it was it's the state. Oregon is the state, yeah, okay. Because she lived just outside of Portland. Along with, oh, along with Washington as well. 
Oh, yeah, I think it's legalized. It's already legalized in Oregon. Uh, 2012 in yeah. Washington. There we go. There it is. So it was legal in Washington first. Now it has become legal in, oh, in Oregon. Oregon was 2015. So, yeah, so there it is. There so is it legal to have it, but illegal to buy it? No, um, you, they actually have almost like chemists, like pharmacists, sure. like you guys have, but they have uh, like a green... Um, Leaf. a green cross and then you go <laughs> up there and you're like uh, you just go oh I'd like some gummy bears that are infused with fucking cannabis oil and then they give it to you yeah okay and that was cool. that was the uh, that was a thing because we I used to live in Wyoming which is about 12 miles from the Colorado border is where I used it's to live it's so weird listening to you uh, yeah it is so, isn't it though because there's all places we've heard of and never you know but yeah you, go no on. one's ever heard of Wyoming don't lie no no uh, we so have. I lived in Cheyenne Wyoming which is about 12 miles from the Colorado border because LARPing, there's quite a lot of different sorts of people in that Oh yeah. That thing. And we know a couple of people, don't we, Grant? I won't mention names in here, but who do that rather than drink. Which actually, Probably don't hear of people yeah. having a spliff and then going out and having a fight. It's yeah. less aggressive than alcohol. It is. You know? So I kind of um, understand all that, really. I, I, there's really no reason for it to be... Uh, Illegal. You can legalize it, tax it, regulate yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's fine. Amsterdam and, and the other countries in the world which are now doing it. Colorado, where we where I used to live, has a windfall of cash because of it. Yeah, I bet. They're, I mean, they're running uh, homeless shelters and um, funding uh, hospitals and things like that, based and, and and after school programs for kids, based solely off of medical marijuana and marijuana sales. It's ridiculous. I, I, I don't know where the... like. Of course, it's dangerous for people to... It's very dangerous for people to, um, you know, get high and drive. But that doesn't stop people from... Or that doesn't make people say, oh, we should, you know, uh, make drinking illegal. Mm. You know, it's just regulated. Yeah, sure. That's right. I mean, you got... To, I think the first month it's legalized, and we will eventually... Do it. People do it on here. the street here anyway. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, think that's, that's I know the thing I've I work said with. most since I moved here. Was... Next to him and he's having a split for just sitting on the wall. Yeah. Um, that's the thing I've said most since I moved here. Is that you can you? smell it. Yeah, you can smell it. Um, yeah. and I don't think everywhere. it's. Yeah, I don't think it's bad personally. It's not I don't like bad the smell as alcohol. Of it. Oh, I fucking hate lots the smell of it. There's lots of different types. It's a bit too sweet and sickly, isn't it? I think it smells like. I think it smells literally like a skunk. Like it, well, it, people do call it skunk. Yeah, so, because know, it, but smells that, like it does depend skunk. on what you're smoking. I hate the smell of it. That's why. That's why I was so happy when they had the gummy bears because I was like, you don't smell, have to it. smell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm supposed to be arranging a trip to Amsterdam at some point. By the way, it's been talked about, hasn't it? Has it? It has. Yeah. yeah you don't remember, do you? Probably not. So. I barely remembered I was meant to be here this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> shall we? Shall we actually start? <laughs> shall we shall we actually start yeah. Grant, yeah, Grant at least I am here unlike our third member oh yeah oh zing <laughs> yeah no, we there's all these L's going on people's foreheads here boom, for the boom, listeners boom, boom, it's L's boom 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 sucker <laughs> yeah Grant Grant was leaving my house last night and he goes see you tomorrow I'm like oh okay <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah just again for the listeners, they were playing everyone last night and I wasn't invited, so yeah, thanks, I don't feel bad uh, at all. You want to come play with a bunch of newbies? Yeah, I'm fine. Grant's got the most experience there, he kind of helps everybody out. He's rubbish. Yep. 